Oh, hello. It's Women Like Us. It is. And it's problem time. That's right. Mandy Nolan. Ellen Briggs. Um, I can't stop thinking about that music now that it does sound like balloons rubbing next to each other. I know. (laughs) It's like, you know, imagine your giant thighs in summer as if they were balloons and rubbing together two squeaky balloons. I'd like balloons. it if they made that noise. That kind of, that kind of, would it be great? Yeah. One just popped while you were walking. And you just, but as you're just walking, you'd just hear the, the different tones from different people. It'd be fun. Yeah, that'd be nice. Look, I'd listen to her thighs. It'd be like music, like tubular bells. <laughs> it would but be, it'd yeah. be fat thighs rubbing together, yeah. all at different pitches. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Yeah. What noise do your thighs make when you're rubbed together? Um, I know that they make a noise. But if they did? Oh, if mine did? Yeah. Sounds more like you. Oh, God. Yeah, well, that's the noise I make. <laughs> before I get on to this, I went walking on the beach this morning and I posted something did on. You? In the rain? Yeah, I went before it rained. Because I dressed to go for a walk it and then early. it was pouring. I, went, I got up at 5.30 and it wasn't oh, raining. Okay. It was a beautiful sunrise. And then it started raining about 7.30 when I got yeah, home. That's when I got up. And so, I, you know, today there were some weird things. I was just posting, you know, some stuff I pick up because I always pick stuff up on the beach. And this morning I had, I found a soy sauce bottle. I saw this post. Yeah, two balloons, some mm. styrofoam and a hand sanitizer, right? And then when I put the post up, one of the people in the response said, one of the weird things they found on the beach once was a box of dildos. Oh, a box. I know, a box. A whole box of dildos. Because I was wondering how you were The lockbox. Might have been the lockbox. <gasps> that could be it, the lockbox of dildos. <laughs> someone's, been on a, someone's been on a boat. I don't know if you take your box of dildos to the beach. Like, you've got the water, got the sunscreen, got the box of dildos. That really is Love Island. Yeah. <laughs> Truly, that's, you're right. I, I accidentally um, tuned into that. Was the other it terrible? Night. It, uh, horrendous. Yeah, doesn't surprise me. Horrendous. Um, it is a problem, isn't it? So. Well, it's a problem that that's a TV show. These mm. fucking people. Oh, my God. Just all talking about each other like, oh, yeah. And when I saw him, I went, oh, yeah, he's real hot. Look at him. Oh, God, yeah. And then the guy's going, fuck, yeah, check her out. Look at her ass. It's just it? to call it Love Island. They should just call it Root Island. It's just about... I just want to wrap. It's just a night out at the pub. It's a Stretched out to yeah. a TV show. Do you know anyway. what? We just throw a box of dildos in there and let them go for it. Oh, I reckon they've got dildos. Do you reckon? Mm. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Okay, well, let's get on with our problems because that's their problem. All right. Well, talking about things that go in your bum, someone... <laughs> said they go in your bum, but, well... Well, well some enough. people put them some in their well, bum, Mandy. Yeah, wherever you like. Yes, that's right. Some in people... Your ear. Yeah. Whatever hole you've got. Yeah, in your armpit. Yeah, exactly. Make I, that funny noise. <laughs> With your dildo. Um, so this one is, how come after 50 all undies go up your bum? Mm, now that, I don't know if that's so much a problem we can solve or it's in fact just a fact. Mm. It, or I, it's oh, a meditation. I think you're wearing the wrong undies. Myself, are, oh, my undies don't go on my bum, but they're massive. You've seen my undies. The big ones, what are they? Just big undies. Like just big ones from anywhere? Yeah. I think the brand I might have is um, uh, Hester is one I brand. thought that was a superannuation. <laughs> so maybe it is. 
Don't be my undies. Hest, is it Hestia? Or Something Hester? like that. It's like a superannuation, isn't it? Yeah, a big pair of undies. It, it really is. looks after you in your old age. It does. Really keeps you contained. <laughs> Nothing hanging out. No feelings of inadequacy. That's yeah. be great. Well, you have a whole you. range of big undies named after superannuation policies. I'm wearing the AMP undies. <laughs> what about you? Yeah. Well, I've got the Teachers Credit Union, you know, whatever it is. I don't know all the names. And then you can the... have one that crashed. They're yeah. the ones that oh, roll yeah. down. They're the ones, yeah, they're not good. Um, I think if you wear undies the right size for you, they won't go up your bum, right? Yeah. I am always do that because I'm a bit in denial about the size that I am, so I... Always get the wrong undies. And do they go up your bum? Yeah, I'm wearing a very good pair today. I'm going to show you. You can't see in the podcast. I'm just going to show Ellen. Yeah, show me. These are the bamboo ones, full undies, made locally. Oh, you've told me to get those before. There. Oh, yeah, they're beautiful. Yeah, that's not up the bum. Beautiful. Very nice. Black, full brief, very nice. Yeah, up to the the belly button. How much are they? I think they're about 18 bucks. Okay. It's one pair of undies, but tell you what, Mm. and you know what, but these ones... Because these are a size 12. Ah. And you know what's good about that? You feel good. You feel good. That's a feel-good superannuation policy. And I'm a big girl mm. and I'm in a pair of size 12 undies. Mm. And I'm like, oh, they might be too big. I might need to go down to a 10. <laughs> I might go to town today and get some. Yeah, you'll be able to wear a 10. No, I'm going to get a 12. I, like, I don't like tight undies. They're not tight. It's just you've got to make sure they stay up. Just try them on over your other oh, undies. You know when you're going to try undies on <laughs> over, stay up. <laughs> over your undies? <laughs> It's always yeah. hard to tell, isn't it, two undies? I would never try on undies. Would you try on undies before you buy them? This is why I have a drawer of undies that I never wear. Yeah, of course I do. Because do you? you get a pair of undies and you, you don't know an undie. Now, you have, if you're going to buy undies, you need to wear an under undie, like the one that you can wear as like a seat, like a really yeah. thin undie. So when you try them on, you go, oh, this one doesn't even stay up. It rolls straight down. I just hate talking to people in shops. Well, you don't have to talk so to I them. So I avoid... Having to try, I just go, okay, I'm buying this, bye. If you're going into Best and Less or something, you probably don't have to, but it kind of, nothing worse than coming home with heaps of undies I've, that don't I, fit. I've done it a million times, I've got a drawer full. Because you give me them, you give them to me. Yeah. <laughs> I get them. Because I, get... I go, oh, these look good, I'll buy four of them. Mm. And then I wear one and go, they're terrible, so I give them to you. I know, and I'm still wearing them. I go, these undies are shit. They're <laughs> okay. I do think you need, so these ones are really good. These are the bamboo ones, mm. and I found... Like bamboo-y, they're bamboo. Yeah, bamboo. Yeah. I still wear a G-string, though. You have pandas sniffing I've got, I've got at your really ass nice, all day. I know. It's a panda. <laughs> How good Last, would that be, having a panda trying to bite your ass? I don't know, because they've got sharp little teeth. Oh, I'd love... No, have they? Well, I guess they've got it chew through bamboo. That's chewy. I thought they were one of those animals wear, that just had... Do you wear a G-string? No, never. I used to. As a young woman, never. Don't even own one. I still, I still buy... I still wear them. Do you? Yeah, but I wouldn't wear them. Like I don't... Like under jeans or something? Under jeans, I wear a G-string. Look, I'm not going to wear a G-string under a tiny skirt or something that's going to blow up because... Mm. And I wouldn't... I've now got protocols about G-strings. Like if I'm wearing them and my husband's in the room, I won't turn around suddenly. Or like it's too much, you know. You kind for of, him or yeah. for you. So I just kind of back out of the room while I'm talking. Like you know, you go yeah. And you. What back. would he say if he saw you in the G string? He wouldn't say anything. He'd probably love it. He probably would, but I just kind of not comfortable. You know, a G string really shows up your butt cheeks, and I'm like, I quite. It feels good under jeans because you kind of don't have to worry yeah, about I scrunching don't, I up. I don't like it. I've got some good under jean undies that are. They're probably like your thin ones. They're right. your under undie. See, I've got all my undies have different jobs. Yeah, they do. 
Yeah, some have to keep your gut in. Some have I've to got keep... work undies. Have you got your work undies? <laughs> yeah, and I think that's a bit of a superstition thing now. What, I, I go, oh, I've had good gigs in these undies. Oh. I'll keep wearing those. <laughs> that's like when you've had – they're your lucky undies. Mm. Yeah, I've had a lucky undies where you go these – yeah, you've got to wear yeah. these and you kind of Alex, go. Alex used to work for a rider, for a motorbike rider, a very famous man, and I had to buy his undies once. He, he liked a six-pack of beige, small size, Bonds. Just beige, no other colour. He didn't want any other colour. Wow. Are they his lucky undies? That's just all he had, yeah. yeah. Men are different. Men are different to us with their, with their undies and socks. Alex, every single year when he used to go overseas, he would just go and buy like six pairs of socks, all exactly the same, and then he'd come back and he'd throw his old ones out and he'd have those six pairs of socks. So there's never an odd sock. All his socks are the same. Wow. And he just buys Bonds undies. That's, I think what happens... Once you know... You just go for it. Like yeah. men have, I've noticed, and I want to be too gender specific, but they do tend to, pro, like they tend to um, go for an undie style. Yeah. And they'll go, I'm a boxer well, man. Well, and their, body, their a... bodies don't change the way ours do either. So yeah. they can wear the same undie. Like they, they might get vary. a bit of a gut, but their asses generally don't get big. Or, well, I also, you know, I also, like they kind of go. I'm a, I'm a boy, I'm a boy. Uh, you know, what are yeah. those shorty ones? Or whatever yeah. they're called. Or I'm a, I'm an old fashioned uh, jockette. Yeah. Or I'm a, I'm a wife front. Or I'm, and then they just I'm a boxer. box and they, they do those. They don't, they don't mix it up. No. Um, and they, they either go. I'm a Rio man. I'm a Calvin Klein man. Yeah. Um, sadly, John's a Rio man. Not the sexiest undie I've ever seen. He he can't bear scratchy labels. He's like a three-year-old. Is is that he wears a, is them that inside a, out? And that's a brief. Yeah, the briefs. Yeah, that's what Alex wears too. Yeah, it's their generation. With the coloured coloured thing that says bonds around yeah, the top. So, so not one's sexy. green, I'm like, one's blue. Can you blue wear the other ones? They're kind of sexy. Can you wear the sexy? No. Um, but I wear all different types of undies. I wear all the types. Yeah. Uncomfortable, comfortable, scratchy, not scratchy, full brief. You don't mind being bust. uncomfortable in your clothes, though, do you? See, I hate it. See, I don't mind. I hate it. I wore, I, when I went to work the other day, I wore a bra, and when I put it on, I went, oh, this doesn't, this feels horrible, and I was uncomfortable all day in that bra. Were you? Yeah. Yeah, I don't mind. Look, if the bra's cutting into me, I don't want it to be that uncomfortable or there's pain. Yeah. But if it's just a bit scratchy, I forget about it. Mm. So that's the problem. Why do undies go up your bum after 50? He's just got the wrong ones. I think Ellen yeah. nailed it. And you need to, you need to try, you need to sample some. Yes. And I think you need to try them on. Yeah, I do think you're right because I'm, I've wasted so much money on undies over yeah, the years. they're not cheap. And when you try them on, don't just try them on in the change room and think, well, that's it. Because it's not like you put undies on and do nothing. You, you might, that might be exercise undies. You've got to so squat. Do some star jumps, do some lunges, <laughs> do some squats, like Ellen said, <laughs> run around bras and things a bit. Like get, See how action. fast you can get them off if they're for a special okay. night. Stick your gut right out like you're bloated. Uh, you know, do all those kind of Suck things. Suck it in like it's yeah. morning time. Exactly. So that's, that's what we suggest you do. There you go. All right. We're all right. What's our next one? Um, well, I think it is. I'll have a look, Ellen. It's um, oh, that's sad. It's it's basically, uh, dear women like us. Um, I'm having a hard time with a family member who every time they come over has this horrific halitosis, uh, and smells really weird. Should I say something? Oh, that's bad breath, isn't it? Halitosis. Yep. It's the worst. Yeah, it smells have you like smell it? it smells like ass. It is ass. Ass breath. Yeah, it smells like shit coming out your mouth. What do you know the worst That's thing? That's terrible. It's terrible. You know the worst thing about ass breath? They don't know it? 
Yeah. They must, they must taste it. Because you, no. you, you know yourself, if you've got bad breath, you kind of go, oh, I bet I've got bad no, breath. No, I don't think they do. Because I've had a lot of, I've had some really good friends with arse breath that get really close and I've nearly passed out. And yeah. I'm, it's We've worked with a guy, you and I, mm. and we've talked about it. Like yeah. I've gone, oh. It's rotten. So-and-so I worked with last night had the worst breath and you've gone, fuck yeah. It was all over the microphone. Oh, yeah. What about when you get to a microphone and, and it still on smells? It smells. That's the worst. And you've got to go up there and go, yeah, 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 and be yeah. funny all the while trying not to let that go in your nose or your mouth. Yes, people, that happens. Ellen and I have had to talk <clears> into <throat> a microphone full of the ass breath of the comedian that went on before us. Yeah. I actually think... That's hard when it's a, <sighs> when it's a family member well, too, you know? I think it's easier when it's a family member than a friend. Yeah, probably. Because I think as a family member, you're used to insulting each other and you don't really care. Like, you go, oh, well, we're not talking for a while. That's <laughs> but kind they'll of come good. Back. They'll come back. But a friend, you'll never see him. Like, it can be really hard. Mm. Um, how do you do it? How would you say? How would you, I, I think, actually, I think it's really important to tell someone. Well, someone it's has a to. sickness, right? So something's going on in their gut, which isn't great. So I would go like, this says what I do. Just say it's you. <laughs> But you go, your breath smells like ass. I wouldn't say that. I'm not going to do it. I'm going to run you through a role play. Okay. So, okay. Ellen. Hi, Mandy. Hey, Ellen. How are you? Oh, good. I've just bought over the fruit platter for after dinner. Oh, it's really gorgeous. Hey, Ellen. Um, yeah, let me give me a kiss. I just, <laughs> hey, Ellen, you and I are really close, right? And, yeah. You know, is, if, if there I was anything it. that was going on with you that you didn't actually know, would you want me to tell you? <gasps> Is something happening with my husband? No, it's okay. Oh. It's the kids? Look, I don't know how to say this because I don't want to hurt your feelings, but um, you, you've got really bad breath. Oh. Yeah, like, I mean, a little bit like us. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a lovely way to tell someone. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't do very well then. Oh, okay. All right. All right. Okay. Rewind. Okay. Okay. Ellen, um, you know, some days, um, and some people often don't know, it's not your fault. It can be like a health, like a teeth issue. Maybe see a dentist because you've got this really arsy. <laughs> There's no way. There's no nice way to tell someone. Well, you can't say just bad breath because that's like I'll just brush my teeth. And yeah. you know. I'll take a mint. It's more serious than that. It's mm. gone next level. Okay. you got to find a way to say that. And I think you go, it, it's coming from your gut mm. or your ass. Do you know what you go? <laughs> no, imagine saying, um, Ellen, can I, look, your breath smells like ass, but just one moment, can I just have a sniff of your ass? And you go, your ass smells like teeth. <laughs> You've your ass re- smells good. Yeah, you reversed it up. Yeah, your ass smells like a mint. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe when you kiss people, <clears throat> offer them your ass. Yeah. <laughs> because it's, it's all fucked up in there. Do you know what you could say? Um, you could suggest because it's a it's a it's a bi- probiotic thing, isn't it? That's how they oh, fix yeah. it. Or actually, it's antibiotics you have to take to fix it, isn't Is it? it? It's an infection. Oh, like I think so. Bad. People can end up in hospital with it. So yeah. I guess that's what you say. I, I think you would say, you know, look, I've just noticed. I, I think there might be something going on with your gut levels or something. 
And then you say it. And then you say, I've just noticed your breath is a bit stinky. This really Maybe good, go this to the doctor. Of mine, I've never said anything, right? And it really is overwhelming sometimes. They have a really gorgeous long-term partner. And I don't know. And it's the worst I've ever smelled. And I always. And I don't know how she does it. Yeah. Anyway, and I really love them. So I, I never mm. say anything. Because it's not my place to say it. I went, it's not my place. Surely she's going to say something. Yeah. Um, and she, I don't think she, or maybe it's, it's one of those real things that you go, and I guess what you're saying is, do I have ass breath? Because it, that's what I'm worried about, is that we could all have ass breath and nobody's telling us. <laughs> yeah. Imagine that. No, you don't have ass breath. Do I have ass breath? No, you don't have ass no. breath. Oh, thank God. It's almost like, you know what, that's what you do. You have a circle. And you go, we don't know. So let's all go around in a circle and ask each other if we have ass breath. And when you get to that person and they go, do I have ass breath? And everyone goes, yes. <laughs> yeah, like publicly shame them. That's much better. <laughs> That's know, a hard one. I don't know that we I can. I have told you about this before. It's not the ass. I think I've told you about this one before was the woman who used to live near friends of mine that came over to visit who had vagina itis. Oh, yeah. Had the smelly more. Yeah, really bad. Room clearer. I think she knew about it too because the poor girl, she only, she had to shower all day. And it was another one of those things that needed. And she knew about it? Yeah, she couldn't. It was like, uh, it was like a condition. That I've, I've been into a public toilet after someone and you can smell it. Cool. And you know that's what the smell is. It's not someone hasn't done a poo. It's no, smelly it's twat. Not, it's not okay. And I think that's... Smelly twat, that, smelly twat. Yeah, have you seen that episode of... Because Mandy... Oh, yeah, you've watched Friends. Oh, yeah. You've smelly, only just watched Smelly Cat. Smelly Cat. It's not smelly, smelly Twat. Smelly Twat. <laughs> <laughs> what were you thinking? Um, yeah. That's, well, that, that's also an antibiotic. That's even worse, That's what though. you need for haliotosis, I think. If that's, if that's the breath that this person is talking about. Imagine having both. Imagine if you've got halitosis and vaginitis. Oh, they'd have to counteract each other out. Imagine, put, <laughs> imagine putting that on your Tinder profile. Oh, no. <laughs> you'd be like fucking unswipeable. Oh. All right. That's, you'd read the next one, Ellen. There's another one there. Okay. Um, such solvers. Oh, we've got actually some quite serious ones today. Um, oh, this is quite serious. Hi, women like us. Mandy and Ellen. I'll just put in this part. I love you. We oh, love you too. That's nice. Um, a friend I work with is definitely stealing money. Oh. But everyone really likes her, including me. Should I say something to someone? Fuck, that's heavy. Oh, dear. Yeah. What would you do, Ellen? Would you lay a trap? We, you got to, because the thing is, how do you know? Like, you've got to have proof. Well, it sounds like she knows. She's definitely stealing. Okay. So but every, everyone likes her. You need, you need evidence because she's going to deny it. Yeah. Possibly. So you're going to have to find some evidence. Well, I guess she's asking, does she even say anything? Because she, she, they obviously like working with her. Everyone likes her. Do they even say anything? I, don't, I would have to, wouldn't you? If you were working with someone, even if they were, wouldn't you? Yeah. I think I would actually say it to them. Yeah, yeah, that's good. I don't, I don't think I would actually include anyone else. I reckon I would go up and go, hey, hey, here's, here, here's what you do. You go up and go. Can I be the girl? Uh, yeah. Oh, okay, I'm going to yeah. be her. Okay, where do we work? Let's make this up. We work in Spec like. Spec savers. 
Same as it hasn't got any fucking money laying around. Let's just pretend there's heaps of money okay. coming. We're people, worth, people are paying cash. Just like the both of us work at, I'll be, we work in, um, you be the optometrist and I'll be the woman at the front. I think we have to have equal power. Okay. We'll both um, be the women at the front. We're both the women at the front. Yeah, okay. Okay. All right. <laughs> okay. I've never worked at Specsavers. This is really... <laughs> so, no, it's exciting. I kind of would like to work at Specsavers. i put this on my CV. Um, okay. <laughs> okay, so... Can I help you? Sorry. <laughs> 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 okay. Those glasses are lovely. <laughs> I do like your glasses, Ellen. I think I... Actually, that reminds me. I think I've missed an appointment. All right. Okay, here I'm back at Specsavers. Okay, so... so Here's, here's the first thing. No, okay. you, you're pretending you're typing. I don't know what the <laughs> fuck you're typing. I don't think we'd have this conversation in Specsavers. I think okay. we're having a coffee. All right. We're at, having lunch or something. At the coffee club. Yeah. At which the is coffee. always across from Specsavers. <laughs> That's we're right. We're at the coffee club. Yeah. Okay. Even though I wouldn't go to the coffee club because you know why. I know. Because it's not. It's not our place. No, but also the owners of the coffee club in not America. Um, I thought that was Gloria Jeans. I think it's Gloria Jeans. Oh, the ones it? that are real nasty to pregnant girls. Yeah. There, that's Gloria Jean. They fund anti-abortion. Yeah, exactly. Oh, I've, been, I've been boycotting the coffee club. <laughs> you boycotted the wrong coffee chain. Actually, I boycott it. Well, I don't yeah. drink coffee when I'm out, really. I don't even like those coffee chains no. anyway. So I don't... I don't t- anyway, no. we're at the Anyway, club. we're at the coffee club because we work at Specsavers <laughs> and, that's the, and that's the only one in the mall. Exactly. In one of those centro <sighs> malls. <It's- laughs> Hell, like my whole life is just there. I can see There's it. There's a Katie's. I think I've and I've got, got my big. I've got my Katie's top on. My big there's undies. one of those, and there's one of those um, shoe shops that are just comfy shoes. What are oh. they called? You know the ones? They're like not like Payless. No, no, they're just comfy shoes. So oh, they're only like, like Cumps. Birkenstocks. No, they're called Cumps. Yeah, C O M F S. Cumps. You know the shops. Yeah. You're a cunt. They're those orthopedic shoes. Mm. You walk past and go, fuck, they're ugly, but they'd be comfy. Yeah, one day. You start looking in the window. Cunt. We've probably got them on because we're on our feet all day. Yeah, of course we'd have them on. <laughs> okay. All right. We're on our lunch. Okay, we're on our lunch. We're really getting into the whole method acting of this. I feel like Nicole Kidman. I don't know, that's what I feel. I feel like Nicole, like a fat Nicole. <laughs> Nicole's never felt fat. Or she needs to. I wonder, she, I wonder if she could ever act as a fat person. She has no idea how it feels. I think it's time. You know what? Because she's, she's, she played an ugly person. Remember that? That made me really... I hated that. Remember was that um, Sylvia Plath? Is that who she played? No, you remember The Lion? The Lion? That really amazing movie about the kid that... Oh, The Lion? Yeah. Yeah. And she plays in this movie. She plays... I don't know if anyone's seen The Lion. It's like one of those films. I watched it on a, on a flight and I was just... Sobbing. Oh, do you know that's a thing? That's a phenomenon that you, mm. when you're on a flight, if something to do with the altitude, you cry right. heaps more. Yeah, because it's something I would have cried at anyway. Yeah. But it's that amazing story about that little boy in, in yes. India who gets on a Was tra- she ugly in that? Well, she was playing. No, she, well, she just looked herself. No, no, she was playing. Yeah. She had like a frizzy, she had frizzy hair. Yeah. So she'd really planed herself up. And I went. But she's also played, remember when she had the stick on nose when she played? Was it oh, Sylvia Plath? I'm sure the it was. poet? I'm like, just get a plain person. There's heaps of plain actors out there waiting for a good role. Don't give it to Nicole Kidman and go, look at me being plain and a good actor. <laughs> I think she kind of is plain. Oh, she probably she is. She just gets anyway. really done up. Anyway. Anyway, we're back oh, at the sorry, coffee club. I'm okay. really, I'm getting this whole method yeah, out. Yeah, okay. 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 Fat Nicole. All right. Okay, Mandy. Oh, I got our coffee. You can this call me fat. I could be fat. You could just, that could be my name at Specsavers. You call me Fat Nicole. Okay. <laughs> All right. 
<laughs> What's my name going to be? I need a name. If you're going to be fat yeah, I'm Nicole, I'm going to be fat Nicole. And Maybe I'm skinny Nicole. <laughs> Maybe that's Nicole. why we have to say oh, fat, fat and skinny. skinny Nicole. Okay, fat Nicole yeah. and skinny Nicole. Okay, all right. Okay, fat Nicole. God, you know how much I. You know how much I love you. Everyone loves you. Oh, like I love we, you too, oh, skinny we love, Nicole. We love working with you, fat Nicole. <laughs> <laughs> Words I never thought I would say. Yeah. Um, but listen. I have to tell you, I, I know that you've been stealing money from work. Like, I've, I've seen it. You can't deny it. I know that you have. And what? I'm worried about you. I'm worried oh. about you, Fat Nicole. Why, why are you stealing the money? <laughs> are you hungry? Huh? I need money for food. No. It's terrible. Um, I don't know. I have. I don't know. Does anyone else know? No. I don't think so, and I don't want to tell anyone else because I really tell love you. Not anyone else because I really keep taking, but I really need to. I, I want to give it back, but I. You can't give it back. I know. <laughs> I know. Like it's not that much. Like I just take ten dollars here and there. Sometimes twenty. Some, well, one day fifty, and sometimes a hundred. But um, I've just got I've just got a lot of stuff at the moment. I've got to pay for my. I've, I've got a, my kid needs braces, and I've. I haven't been able to afford it, and she's been bullied for big bucky teeth. And <laughs> <laughs> oh, Fat Nicole, see, this is why I didn't want to tell anyone because you're such no. a kind person. You're no, so no. lovely. I just, I'm so ashamed. So we, ashamed. Do you think? Can you not? I'm not going to tell anyone, <sighs> but you have to stop. You do okay. have to stop because someone else will find out, and they'll call the cops, Fat Nicole. Oh you don't want to go to jail for stealing from Specsavers. You know, know what they do to people in jail who stole from Specs? <laughs> <laughs> they take your glasses off you. Oh my God. Nicole, I know how bad your eyes are. <laughs> I know. Well, I, I know. Okay. That's actually quite good. Yeah, that's right, good. You, so you say. really lovely. Like, I really did. Feel, I felt I was going to cry. No, I nearly am crying with laughter. <laughs> Thinking of Fat Nicole in jail. I know. Without her glasses, just banging into walls. I know. And her her bucky teeth here just sitting at home in the way. You know when they have to see each other on family day? Yeah. Just a bucky teeth kid in there that never got the braces. Oh. I think that's the way to do it. I think you need to say, you know how much I like you. I'm really worried about you. I don't want to tell anyone else, but you need to stop because someone will find out and you'll get in trouble. It, It can be a cry for help. Yeah. Something could be going on at yeah. home. There could oh, generally be... when people are stealing from work, shit's not going great for them. Yeah, I know. It is, um, it's not good. And, and you kind of go. It'd be much easier if you hated Fat Nicole. Yeah. Because then you just go to the boss and go, Fat Nicole's flogging money. Yeah, I've seen her. Get rid of her. But if you really, there's a good point. So how do you, if that is someone That's you the like. That's point. Then Everyone gotta... likes her. Yeah, everyone <clears> likes her. So you've got to be kind. Something's going on. Yeah, oh, fuck. It we, can we be did a that disease well. too. It can be like a klepto disease where some people steal, and it's kind oh, yeah. of. Yeah, remember Winona Ryder? Yeah, she had it, didn't she? She's she was fat Nicole. Lots of money. She was fat Nicole. It was just a bit of a, it was a bit of a thrill for her, I guess. Oh. Bit yeah. of a cry for help. Yeah, I've had friends that shoplift like that too. Have you? I, yeah, I actually had a, a very good friend when I was growing up, and we never said anything, but. I knew they were, because they do things like, and it, and it was something that, it, I never actually brought it up, but they would suddenly go, they'd steal something, but they'd steal two of it in different sizes and like give me one. And I'm oh, like, why would you have, and I didn't you, know. Make you an accomplice. I just, 
Well, no, no, just it didn't tell me, but just said, I've got this skirt I don't want. I have got two of them and it's not, this one doesn't fit me. Do you want this? Um, uh-huh. Things like that. And I went, yeah, I'd love that skirt, thanks. <laughs> Even though you knew. I sort of Did knew. you ever steal anything? Yeah, totally. Did you? A lot? A lot. Did you? Yeah, shoplifting. Oh. I you, I, have you never shoplifted? Well, Come on. once on purpose, once. And do you know what I stole? No, A pair what? of scungies. Remember the scungies that you used to have to wear under your sports uniform? Oh, yeah. Those, the those, sports pants, which yeah. are now, ironically, like the undies I wear. Yeah, <laughs> so you've still got the scungies. Um, I, that's the only thing I've ever stolen. I was but quite a thief. when I had the kids and they were in their very big wide double pram, mm. the twins, we, you'll remember, before we got our big supermarket in town, we yeah. just had a tiny little supermarket and the pram just fit through the two cash registers that were in this little town, in, in our little town. And I used to put the groceries on the, on the hood of the pram so I'd open it up and then I'd put all the stuff on there and then put it back and go back to the car, you know, because I couldn't carry a bag and all this mm. stuff. And we got back to the car one day and I put all the stuff in the car and then I, I pulled the hood back and one of my kids had this big box in his lap oh. and I was so he's nicked it from underneath the cash register on wow. the other side. Oh, it's good. And I went, you know, he's like 18 months old. And I've gone, oh, fuck. And a little, for a minute, I've gone, oh, cool, he's stolen a box of juicy fruit, <laughs> chewing gum. <laughs> and I was probably going to keep it. But then... I realised, no, he'd stolen a box of tallyhos, a whole oh. fucking big box of tallyho papers. <laughs> and I had to go back and go, my baby stole the box of tallyhos. finding him rolling up in the no, brain. No. Don't it's all but right, I, mean, I walked through town with him with that on his lap. Oh, my God, these big box of tallyhos. <laughs> People just would have been going, fucking check her out. I know, with the tallyho kid. Yeah. That's cute. No, I've never been a stealer. I, I, I did through, lots of other things. I went through a Oh, phase. I did steal a car. I had a... <laughs> oh, I did steal a car from a party. I knew who owned it, but I did I did take it without permission. Oh, yeah, it's a little bit naughty. Yeah, that was naughty. But I know I've never been a shoplifter. I did it when I was. I don't, obviously, I don't do it now. I did it when I was probably eighteen, nineteen, only for a short period of time. And it was it was really came after um, I joined this. Um, it was an anarchist cafe, and I joined in. I wanted to, you know, I'd been a socialist oh. and then I joined the anarchists and I had to do the type. Then you sort of type everything out. I had to type out this like 10,000 word article for the anarchist magazine <laughs> on why you should shoplift from multinationals because oh. it, and, and then suddenly I went, oh, I've never stolen I've before. I've convinced myself. If I actually steal something, I am actually bringing down multinational corporations. Mm. So, wow. Away to, you went. Away I went and it was... And you know what the funny thing was? I didn't want anything. No. And then I would steal something and I didn't even... It's that thing where you go, I didn't even want it. And I went, oh, it's so exhausting bringing down multinational corporations. <laughs> I never got caught and then I just stopped because I just went, I wasn't even You into couldn't it. shoplift now. You're very visible. Well, I'm not going to shoplift now. Yeah. But that was in the day. I think, I think most people have a crack at it. Yeah. But I think it's when it becomes habitual. Yes. You know, because the reason kids and people do it is this kind of understanding that you know, it doesn't make sense when you're a kid. It's like it's just there. You should be able to mm, take it. Mm. You know, our commerce system is 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 a concept that you've got to get drip. You know, so yes. kids can get away with it. But obviously when you're older and, and anarchists. <laughs> they can get away yeah, with it too. Because okay. they're bringing people down. Yeah, exactly. I was creating a revolution. Um, <laughs> one really amazing tight dress at a time. <laughs> <laughs> I went, don't think I'm really changing the system, but wow, I look fucking good. <laughs> For a university student who's an anarchist, 
I'm wearing a $300 dress. <laughs> also, it was good stuff you were stealing. Oh, yeah, no, it's all really good stuff. I didn't steal shit. It's hard to steal now good stuff, I think. They all have those tags on oh, them. No. And In the day, people would steal televisions yeah. and stuff. Yeah. They just And you had to be confident. You just picked it up and walked out with it. Yeah. And people went, oh, they must own it. Yep. That's what they did. Yeah. Not a good thing to do. But well, anyway. remember those guys not long ago who just put on, um, they just had like some <clears throat> polo shirts and they got printed on there like, some, you know, computer company and they went into, it was in Canberra and they went into a government department and just stole like 10 computers. Oh, my God. They are just like, oh, we're just taking these to be revamped and people are like, oh, yeah, no worries, okay. I kind of love that. Yeah, I just, think just took them. That's just like so, like you go, it's kind of really confident. It's pretty cool. It's kind of like, it's a proper heist. Yeah, that's a heist. Yeah, I kind of like it. Going. You haven't just turned up with it. Like if you turn up with a gun, boring, yeah. right? If you're gonna boring just, and traumatising. Traumatising, but... Yeah. Put on a show. Yeah. And then people go, oh, my God. I know. When, when you hear Imagine about big the... um, art and jewellery heists, it's kind of cool. Like you kind of go, good, good for you. Yeah, you've got to have – got to. You stole it. They had a plan. You stole a Picasso. They, imagine them. We're going to make the shirts. They would have run through yeah. the role plays. Now you're in the car going, like okay, okay, okay let's do it. Let's yeah. do it. Let's go. Much more interesting yeah. than just a, you know, don't be Stealing stabby. A... Yeah, no, you know, don't do that. Yeah, put on a show. Use that TAFE course in drama and go out there, <laughs> you know. All right, let's do our last one. We've got one more and it's a doozy too. You can read it, Mandy. All right. Um, this is for women like us. Our friend is having a baby at 50. I think she's too old. Should I tell her? Oh, well. My God, I would hate to have her as a friend. Bit late. She's having a baby. What? A, yeah, that's terrible. That's Should I rude. tell her? I mean, what, what is it? She's her? an adult. Well, it's not your business. It's your friend, but unless you're going to go, what made it your point? Like you, that's one of those things where you go, yeah, who back defines up what the is fucking too old. truck, bitch? <clears throat> it's none of your business. Really, no. it really is none of your business. Um, I just think that thing around women, you always judge, like, oh, it's, you're too young. Oh, you're too, like, hmm. too fat, you're too thin, maybe you're too she, old, I don't know too... what her story is. She might be an amazing, you know. Or maybe she's tried to have a baby for a long time and this is her. One shot at it. Imagine how loved that baby is going to be. I know. Amazing. Yeah, and you kind of go, yeah, you are going to be older. But, look, God, people are now living to bloody 70, 80, 90. Yeah. You know, you're probably doing that kid some favours and the fact that you will die earlier and they won't (laughs) have to sit around and put up with you forever as opposed to if you have a baby at 25 and you live to 95. It's a long time. Oh, my God, that's too long. this, this woman is probably... You know, financially secure. Yeah, I bet she is. So her kid will inherit some money quite early. Yeah, see, that's much better because otherwise, imagine 25, <laughs> mum lives to 95. She's got that's, no money. You're 70 when your mum dies. Yeah. You're pretty well done. Yeah, what do you You don't need anything. Oh, no, no. I think I think actually having a baby older is a great idea. Like, you think, think, thinking from the child's perspective as well. Look, you will be tired up probably getting up in the night. It's going to be hard. I wouldn't like to have a baby at 50, personally. But I wouldn't you, like to have a baby now. Yeah, but imagine, you know when we had babies when we were younger, there was a whole lot of stuff happening that we missed out on. Yeah. At 50, you've done everything. Yeah, you're quite happy to stay home, aren't you? Happy? Yeah. You want to stay home. Yeah. Like, this is it. Like, you know, this could be it. This could have been, the, you know, this could have been, you know, maybe staying home with a baby would have been great at 50. You've had a good crack yeah. at everything. And you go, okay, now I'm just staying home with this baby. It wakes up, you know, the sleeping it- thing. Giving it all your attention. But I'm menopausal, so I'm waking up all through the night anyway. Mm-hmm. So it wouldn't matter. It's like you've got a baby anyway. Exactly. So I could actually, 
you know, that's okay. People do say things. I mean, I, you know, as we know, I had twins. People said horrible things like to me. What? what did they say? When they found out I was having what did twins. They say? Oh, Skinny things, <laughs> things like, oh, you poor thing. Oh, that's horrible. Yeah. R- really like, oh, God, better you than me. You know, just really negative things about having Why twins. Do people and I got say, that, do they well, think it's funny or something? I, I think there's that, but I also think people put their own fears and projections into what they say. So they're going, fuck, I wouldn't be able to cope with twins. And I didn't know if I could either. Then when you have the two of the same sex, two boys, I this was a common thing. Oh, what a shame you didn't have one of each. What a shame. That's horrible. That actually really pissed me off because, you know, as you know, they were pretty touch and go when they were born and just then have someone say, what a shame. That's really rude. Like I've got two babies that are still alive, thanks very much. I don't give a fuck what they are. They're not salt and pepper shakers yeah. for fuck's sake. Yeah. You don't go, oh, no, yeah. she got two peppers. Yeah. She and hasn't all got the, any salt. All the, all the oh, double trouble, oh, terrible twins, you know, oh, all that sort of stuff. Oh, which one's the evil one? Oh, oh, that's that horrible. Sort of shit. And I, when, when people used to say that, oh, which one's the bad one or which one's the evil one, I'd go, I am. Yeah, that's <laughs> true too. Fucking back it up. Yeah, my kids are lovely. <laughs> you know what? But that whole thing about when you have two kids of the same gender is really interesting when you think about it because we're having this big gender conversation now and looking at all the kind of variations of gender mm. and that whole like, you, it, it just is what people do right from when they're born. People put on a really... Just this preconception, yeah, that that these guys are gonna the hyper masculine or the hyper feminine. It's like the boys in the blue, the girls in the yeah. pink, and you've two got boys, two boys going to be the same. Yeah, and also, also, <clears throat> oh my god, you poor thing, two boys, they're gonna ruin your house. You know but, all but this sort of stuff. How different can boys be? Boys can be gentle. They can be well, as as you know, Eden, our son, from day one has kind of you know rung his own bell and loved pink. Really loved yeah. pink. So if, if ever he was to choose a toy or anything, he always wanted pink and he wanted a pink bike. And I remember Alex going, fuck, he's just going to get bullied, you know, like all this yeah. shit. And I just How went, old was he then? Who, who cares? Probably three. That's so cute. Yeah. So he got this little pink bike. But in, in that as well, he was the most unbelievably um, coordinated kid. So he was off training wheels at the age of two. Wow. Yeah, so you used to see this little two-year-old zooming around. People couldn't believe their eyes. Anyway, we got him the pink bike and we were at Yamba. This is where it happened, down at Yamba at that gorgeous caravan park there. The Blue Dolphin. The Blue Dolphin where they give the kids a little licence to ride around and they just think they're fucking the duck's guts. Anyway, he's cruising around on his pink bike and these kids go, you're gay. Oh, my God. To him. He's He's probably a bit older at this stage. He's probably about five. You're gay. And he, he just goes, no, I'm not. I don't even think he knew what it meant. Yeah. And they go, yes, you are. And he goes, check this out. And just does like the sickest wheelie and like rides away from them. Oh, that is so Like cute. it's like he just didn't even realise what they were saying. Or, and he's he's never, he got a pink, he, he ordered online a pink jumper to go to Mullumbimby High School. Mm. And I was really worried. I was like, fuck, what's going to happen here? And when he came home, I said, oh, how'd you go? What did people say about your pink jumper? And he goes, oh, I'm spewing a heap of other people reckon they're going to get one. Oh, that's and so, so then funny. he didn't like it anymore because it wasn't different. It was a new unique. Yeah. I kind of like that. Isn't it funny how that, you know, because that is that thing, And isn't they it? haven't been, yeah, and they weren't boys that wanted to wreck shit. And same as your boy. You've got a, yeah, you've got a like gorgeous, as, sensitive, as well. intelligent boy. But the things people say, I mean, in the pregnant, the pregnant thing, 
Yeah, this person, like, if you've got a friend a who's having a baby friend. at 50, I don't think you're really a friend. Like, no. if you want to say something, Do what you are think you going to say to her? Like, maybe she's, s- she's probably a bit jealous or she's worried that she's going to lose her friend because her friend's going to yeah. have a baby, you know, like maybe they're her into friend's going go out. to mum group because you do go into a whole different world. Doesn't mean you have to lose your friends. No, it's kind of like you know she's going to be struggling as it is, and she needs your support. She needs her so friends. So stop being such a judgy bitch. Yeah, and and get in there and help her if you know how to help her. And how amazing having a little baby! Like I know if one of if one of us or one of our friendship group had a little baby, how gorgeous would so that love be? It now, wouldn't you? Be, wouldn't we? We'd all be, be fussing jelly. over I'd be it. Be a bit jealous because yeah. I do love babies. So do I. I so, like them until they're toddlers. Yeah, well, then she could bit... fuck off when she's fifty-one with her and toddler. You know, Thing, you know, the great thing about having a baby at 50, when you think about it, is that we've all got so much more money now for a lot of us because yeah. we've worked for a long time. And if you haven't had any kids, in this the most amazing baby stuff ever. That yes. you can, you know, all this kind of organic cot. You can get a round fucking cot. A round fucking oh, cot. And you can get ones that actually like rock themselves. Oh my god. So you, you get put the best it, shit. It looks like a it looks like a little Jesus um. What was he put in? Uh, manger. manger. It like, looks like a little manger and it rocks. Manger danger. <laughs> Imagine putting your little baby in that. I love that because when I had my, when Not I had Zoe, when I was 27 or 28, I had nothing. Yeah. You know, I've, I got my, my crib, you know, my manger. I got it outside Vinnie's. It was a broken white and I, and I put a fur coat that had belonged to my friend as a drag queen that I had. It was synthetic. It's such a Sid's bed. I put it inside the broken <laughs> thing and Zoe slept she loves that in an, an extra in a canal drag queen's coat in a in a broken basket that I found outside Zinni, Zinni's Vinny's because we didn't have any money, and I went that doesn't make it that's fine yeah she, and she's fine and don't think I didn't look at stuff you know going yeah. oh my god that's so beautiful but I can't afford that for my like so that's one of the great things like you, you can really and you could probably indulge yourself by making some choices that maybe you couldn't have made earlier exactly. Yeah, because you look at the stuff. The stuff that's available now and is I just like, oh my god! Too at, at the age of you think about how you were as a young mum at that age mm. to how you are now. The shit that you have, you know, the stuff you've lived through. You kind of know what to worry about and what not to worry about. I think you're probably going to be a really amazing mum at that age. You will be. You are going to be tired. It's going to be, be hard, tired. but. And you might get, I saw something the other day, Ellen, and then I actually did go, damn, if I had a baby now, that's what I'd get. Never thought of it. Because you know how you're always waiting? I was always trying to get the perfect thing to keep the baby asleep. Yeah. And um, it was this incredible. Rehypnol. Rehypnol. <laughs> <laughs> I know, and it's always expensive. The round cot, maybe they went back into it. The I got the thing that you kind of bounce in, like the oh, hammock. Yeah. I got the thing that swings. There's a thing that's electronic. That's I fucking tried everything. I had every pram after all the yeah, because you didn't have sleepers, did you? No, none of them slept. And I saw it the other day. It is a navy blue net. Oh. So it was a beautiful big cotton around it. It was around a crib, a navy blue, and I went, that's it. Because it would have made it real dark and cosy. Cosy. And I went, that would have been it. I would have been straighter all over the navy blue, blue net. Mm. So maybe that's it. She can get a navy blue net. We really do buy a lot of shit for our babies that they don't need. You don't need to anything. Be honest. When, when we were travelling in Malaysia one time, we went to this, well, we were, we were up in the hills because we were going to an um, elephant sanctuary mm. where they, you know, try to rehabilitate elephants who've been shot or trapped by fucking anyway. That's where we were going. By the shooter's party. Yeah, well, because they, the elephant, you know, they're basically cutting down all that rainforest mm. in Malaysia um, to grow rubber. 
Yeah. Oh, God, it's a sad And story. so they put, yeah, they put traps and they cut the elephant's feet oh, off. No. You know? Yeah, it's horrible. So anyway, we were going up there. They, they let in something like 10 tourists a day and you go and work there for the day and donate some money. It was lovely. It was a great thing to do with the kids. But on the way up there, we stopped at this place where they give you lunch and a lady was cooking in, like in her house was effectively a tarp mm. and, she, you know, all these dead chickens hanging up on these hooks. Then there was like a car spring out of yep. it, you know, like a like a suspension spring and then she had like a coat hanger with a big sheet and she had a newborn baby in there and every now and then she'd just give the spring a bit of a pull and the God, baby was just it. laying Happy. in there while she was, yeah. You don't need all that stuff. No. You don't need, you know, it's no. true. But, you, you know. Fuck. Imagine, can you imagine if someone came around your house and had your baby hanging on a spring? I did have that on a spring. <laughs> yeah, I know. That, that was how one of my hammocks worked on a spring. Yeah. But I can see it's an easy thing to make yourself. Yeah. Um, but it is nice to get the, the nice safe things. Oh, I think can. this girl's an awful friend. I think she should be supporting her friend going through this amazing thing. Probably she's either got she's she maybe she has other kids as well, but it's, it's a pretty big gift to have a baby at fifty. Most of most of us have only given birth to dust. Yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> yeah, it's just like air coming so out. So what an amazing like, woman. Phew. Yeah. No, that's good. No bubbies coming out. No, that's so don't be a bitch. That's how yeah, we solve that's that. That's what we call baby at fifty. We call that last drinks. <laughs> that's it. You know, and you would you would you sit around someone having their last drink with, at closing time at the pub and go, oh, I wouldn't if I was you. No, fucking last drinks. Yeah. Get in there, have a drink. Run up, run Get up. Two. Yeah, <laughs> go for it. <laughs> All right, pub is closing. Uh, yeah, and it is. All right. <laughs> well, that was fun. Send in your um, send in your problems. Listen to us. We're solving them. I know. Fuck psychologists. They just good kind of today. Oh, and no. we brought in the role playing. I quite liked that. I think we're quite good at role playing. And I think the problem <laughs> with psychologists and actual people that are trained is. They don't tell you what they really think. They do all that kind of reflective thing. Well, what do you think you should do and what should you do, mm. blah, blah. Who cares? No. You want advice. You go to someone, you want advice. If, if you wanted to know what, if you wanted to answer the question what you think you should do, you wouldn't go to see someone. So I, I just think we should be, oh, we should get like 10, oh, we can't get Medicare status. Anyway, <laughs> send your problems No, we probably can't, us. but we'll, it doesn't matter. We do it for free. We do. We do it with love. Yeah, we do. Yeah, because we give a shit. Okay. Okay. Bye.